And we're back, the Howlers Podcast. How are we doing? Live on Twitch, people. Match week eight recap. We're already at week eight, guys. Can you believe that? Can you believe how this yeah. season's just chugging along? It really is. We're at the almost at the end of October. So I know. Spurs right outside Champions League. Who'd have thought? Wow. That's gotta be the wildest news story by far. Right? Not, not going into the season. We're in the Europa League spot. I'll yeah. take it. True. Going yeah, into I'll the season. Too. Well. Uh what are we drinking, guys? Well, what question is, what are you drinking? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was really excited uh, for this one. Yeah. The place raving. down the street for me, Harbor Point Brewing. Shout out Harbor Point. They have a crazy good craft beer selection. And this week on their Instagram story, they were like, stay tuned because we're going to have some good beer. And I was like, oh, take my card. Where do I sign? <laughs> and they have today Pulp Fiction. This mm. is from Burley Oak Brewing, which is in Maryland. Um, and the, this is like a smoothie sour beer. that They make a lot of really good beer, too, but they do uh, smoothie-style sours. Pulp Fiction, uh, for any film aficionados <laughs> out there, it says, say what again on the bottom. So if anyone's seen Pulp Fiction, they might. But most people who watch Premier League maybe haven't seen Pulp Fiction. Might so yeah. probably should get on the movie. That. Yeah, Shout out Quentin best Tarantino. Picture. Shout out Quentin. Uh, um, but yeah, that's what I'm drinking, and... It's just it's just fantastic. That's great. No, that looks all, that that looks like a cool can. Like a spoiled little baby boy, and that's also because your wonderful girlfriend Kaylee got me a four pack of Preble. Is it Preble or Preble? Tr- Preble. Preble. We can tag them too after we're done. Yep. Um, but I'm all bearded out. I feel like a, I have like an embarrassment of riches tonight. I'm like Man City. <laughs> can start whoever I want. It's going to be or delicious. Newca- Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to me, I am drinking. Shout out to Davis's sister from last week. Uh, Dude, that's his sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, a podcast favorite, Cloud Candy from Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company in Waltham, Massachusetts. And that's all I'm going to say because you're, I'm tired of plugging them. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. We're going to keep drinking the beer, but we're done. Yeah, <laughs> given zero recognition. <laughs> I'm drinking a Razzleberry Rain. I just wanted to be there for the the crack, and I have some homework to do later. So had to pick up Jay Slack. With yeah, the, yeah, just mainstream. Hey. This is mainstream. Can't drink. It's not a bang energy. It's Razzleberry, it's called? Razzleberry. Cool. What brewery? Uh, Total Body Fuel. It's not beer. Oh, oh, my God. (laughs) This went way over my head. I'm in the uh, 48-hour rule right now. Right, and you're a good little athlete for doing that. The thing was, I drink beer that could be called Razzleberry. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) This one's called Pulp Fiction, so I'm like, you know. true. Especially with all the, like, fruity sours. Or just crap beer in general. It's just like the name. we had last week. That's actually a catchy-ass name. Good job. Rain? They should make beer. Razzleberry Rain. They should make energy alcoholic beer. Uh, four locos of old. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> there's that, which I think killed people. Yeah, so. people died as a result. <laughs> Occasionally. Um, all right, let the ridicule rain down. Um, it's a cider. It's the same it's one a, too. You didn't even yeah, switch. It's it not up. even a different cider. It's the same cider. It was either that or a sour. And yep, I'm picking a cider all mm-hmm. day. I'll I like want to give you props because it's October, but you've been doing this all summer. So yeah, I think I think I'm gonna put them down. Now that it's holiday, like the, now that it's the heart of fall, you're just going to give it up. Yep, apple, apple. Picking he's he's season. fed up. Apple, yeah, apple picking season. 
It's gonna pass us by. Did you guys do your roommate apple picking yet? I heard that was that was going down. Nope, Andrew bailed. Kind of like a, it's a touchy subject. Oh, sorry subject. Shit, I, I had to full plans to pod. deal with them. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh no, no, we don't, we don't have to discuss this right Jeez. now. Let's yeah, just move yeah. on. Goes yeah. off to Maine. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need to know, pretty much. I mean, what are we thinking about? What are we thinking about points? I I I kind of screwed up and didn't add them. I'm now realizing. <laughs> So it's all good. Love it. Love yeah. it. I mean, that's fine. I'm sitting pretty. I'm sitting pretty. Yeah, we do have a. No, I points. did add them. I was on the wrong page. I'm sorry. I'm, my brain has just been in a whole mess. Fine. It's fine. I, had you, I had you put the scores on a different page than the one I had already made for tonight's episode. Uh, so not only do I have the scores, but I've also added the points as well. So see? we're we're right back on track. Over, you're over prepared, if anything. This is crazy. <laughs> just double checking. I need to get a new fucking journal. Like it's all. I don't. I just pick an open page and then put the stuff down. There's no rhyme or rhythm anymore. Anyway, Connor, you won. You had six points. Okay. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I had five. I came in second. Jalen had four. Andrew, you had three. A love, tough week. I love how Jalen's not here and he doesn't win. I know. Yeah, I'll, 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 bring, one I'll bring it up to him. Don't, yeah. you, don't yeah. you worry. Yeah, I bet every other time Andrew, he's like in your face about it. Yeah. Top to bottom, a really tough week for Andrew. Just all around. All around. Three yeah. points. With points, with, well, we'll get there. Oh, yeah, true. Yep. Uh, Connor, yeah. why don't you get us started off with uh, some, some a nice bright and shiny Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Absolutely pummel Watford 5 nothing. Yeah. Your did boy you wanna, gets that Davis, trick. Did you want to mention your points story? So he's oh, in a pick what? He's yeah, in a pick so I'm in a pick league. league. So Get we just, out of town. Yeah, so we just picked. Hope you did better than uh, Andrew. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm in third place in my league out of 42 people. Pick him. Oh, my God. I have 38.75 points. And so we just added a new rule in where you can pick either an own goal or a red card. Oh, no. That happens. And I picked the Eric you Dyer. Pick the Eric Dyer own, own goal. goal. Yep. Oh, and my epic, other thing dude. was, I was going to say a Newcastle red card, but I can only pick one. So if I could pick double, I would have hit two. You went with a safe choice. Yep. And I was like, yeah. wow. Damn. That's, that's crazy. insane. So that's like six points for my pick. <laughs> I mean, we'll get there too. But that, such uh, quality on that finish from Eric Dyer as I watch it back. <laughs> nice little. <laughs> I think it's a goal scorer's touch. I mean, I don't yeah. Yeah, really yeah. know what, what else is to he, say. Like, we'll, get, we'll get into quality it finish. Yeah, I can't I wait just, to get there, to be honest. Center backs who score. Honestly, that's that's all we're talking about. need. But yeah, uh, then we'll we'll swing back into the Liverpool dominant performance. Um, uh, Mo Salah take a bow. I really don't know what to say about him at this moment. Pretty much had a loss of word at words, and you just gotta sit back and enjoy it at this point. He did it again again today. Um, he didn't get the he scored a penalty in the Champions League, but he also uh, took the ball all the way across the box. But besides that, the the game against Watford. To sum it up, I mean, <clears throat> the stats, not that I like to reference these all that much, but it was 77% possession from Liverpool, 19 shots, 8 on goal, 9 corners to Watford, 6 shots, 2 on target, 23% possession. So we played them off the pitch, and... It's not that abnormal. Wow. I mean, it's definitely pretty lopsided, but Liverpool like to have the ball. So I Yeah, against Wofford, and, and I guess a it's, it's, a, it's a Ranieri side, too, and he obviously is more defensively pegged. I'll touch on Wofford a little bit after because I think be it's, it's dis- disappointing from them. But I agree. My notes, Tristan, Bobby Hattrick. Yeah. I mean, um, 
first I texted three the goals. group chat. I, tell, I was like, Tristan Plunge in the air right now. After Liverpool that, just that always goal. find ways to, to just really get under my skin, really uh, get up in my craw, but keep going. So, yeah, Bobby, um, hat trick, all of which were tap-ins, which I think is just a sign of his ability to move off the ball, be in the right areas, have that true, like, striking instinct, and then um, also just follow-up ability. Like, he's always in and around the play. So he gets in those areas. Props to him. And with a hat trick on the table, it was still Salah stealing headlines with the uh, like miraculous individual effort. Trap between a triangle of three Watford defenders. Gives a little hezzy ball roll. Takes it down to, to his right foot. And whereas City, when he struck it on his right, this time he pulls it back, puts it on his left. Um, and I think it was Cathart, Cathcart sat him down. Danny Rose huffing and puffing all game long. Yeah, he's like retired um, already. Yeah, but that was just a phenomenal. Danny Rose is goal. playing on borrowed time right now. You ever yeah. you ever hear like this, the running joke of like a Sunday league is like the left back is always like the worst player at the Sunday league. <laughs> really? Like, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it's like a it's running like a pretty pivotal it's role. Position no one wants to play. No, it's position no one wants to play. It's the right so. field of of Sunday league. <laughs> yeah. And that was Danny Rose's position on Watford. <laughs> I don't even think he's cut out for the championship at this point. He looks like big too. He doesn't just look like. Yeah, like there's standards to have when you're a footballer. Like you gotta be, especially a left back. He looks heavy. Yeah, yeah the commentators heavy. are saying that. Also, the watching the playback of the slogle, it was so. Uh, I was just I love the commentary on it because they were like, "Oh, there's no way he does it again," and it was like right in that like dribble lead up, and then obviously he slotted it. But Liverpool's in a good spot right now. We're playing the best football we've played. We look miles apart from the team of last season that obviously couldn't score goals. And that that goes to a shout to just how refocused in, redialed in Klopp has the team. This game we were without Allison. Uh, we're also without Fabinho, a staple in our midfield, but still no issues. Um, the role players stepped up. Milner played a phenomenal game. Keita. Tom Cleverley of he, Liverpool. Yeah, the better Tom Cleverley <laughs> of Liverpool. Just a joke, fellas. But joke. yeah, um, he he played well um, again, and I think he's. It's good to see him finding hopefully a little bit of form. Obviously, an injury ridden career at Liverpool, and then the youngster Kelleher had two big save. I say one big save when he needed it. Um, another one was just a caught ball for Watford's first shot on target. But those guys, role players that stepped up, and then players that are finding sneaky form. So, yeah, it sounds like I'm probably shouting out the entire 11, but I think it was a full through-and-through team performance. Trent having a phenomenal season. No one's talking about it. That's Virgil, not true. That's up like until, like, week six, no He hasn't been getting that much. I feel like well, he has been. I feel like he's been. But like, he, like, he, they get it for his crossing, but his defending this year, I feel like he's improved yeah, so he, much. No, yeah, I, I think it has, too. He had a shoestring tackle that was ultimately called off sides, but it saved the goal, what would have been a potential goal. But I think Trent's finding crazy form, and I think it's matching his season of the year we won the league. But Virgil, cool, calm, and collected, as always. He had that little headed flick. Like, he was running towards the, the end line. Um, in a defensive effort, the ball bounces high and Watford's striker is on his shoulder and he literally just nods the ball backwards, spins around, and then clears it. Like, it was the most casual clearance. Sadio, no one, I mean, yeah, he's he's scoring goals, but he's he's in form right now. He could have scored two on the day, but he's a player that I always mention needs 
he needs reps, so um, he's not as clinical as Salah. He's going to keep getting those reps as it looks, and he's going to get the goals. And then Andy Robertson, too, um, having a phenomenal season. So that was that was the Liverpool talk I had. Uh, phenomenal performance. And then from the Watford side of things, you guys obviously chime in afterwards and everything because I want to hear what you have to say. But Watford, Danny Rose, out of shape, unfit, heavy. Giving the ball away at will. Like, it's, it's almost... Watching him play, it's crazy to think of the level that he previously played at. And, um, yeah, he suffered, I don't know, not the favor- most favorable send-off at Spurs, but I think he kind of did that to himself in a way. Um, and he is just far from what he used to be. I think and you got a better idea of how the whole uh, owner of the team and a player on the team relationship works yeah. is mainly what happened. <laughs> But yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a tough lesson everyone has to learn at some point, even if it's like the final years of your career. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Watford, like, sack their manager and come out and fall flat on your fucking face. Like, this usually you get a, man, a manager sack. With the guy who do demands a pretty high level, too. I still think he's got it. I mean, he's got a whale of a job in front of him in Watford right now. But Oh, yeah. I mean. I think he gets sacked before the end of the season. How many games well, at, the, at the end of the season or before the end of the season? Before the end of the season. Match week like 30, I feel like. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like they give him the year at least. I don't know. Claudio Ranieri is like... How does Daniel Farkey have a job in the Premier League and we're like talking about Claudio? Like, the, well, like, I mean, his previous after leaving Leicester, he hasn't... With we'll Fulham, get to Norwich. I'm just saying like Ranieri is still a, a coach of pretty no, high renown. You know? No, he like, is. That's I still give him credit for... Obviously, he's won, he won the league with Leicester. Great story there, but it's I think it's a one-off and... I, think I don't know. Do you, do you think he's somebody who, in in at one point, Spurs were really struggling, and we were thinking about maybe sacking Nuno. Arsenal has been a lot of fans for Arsenal have been wanting Arteta out for a while. Neither of those sides, I feel like, really ever looked at Ranieri or ever really even considered him. I, maybe yeah. wouldn't have been a great fit, but I mean, this guy has won a Premier League with. No, like, I know that's one where of the most underrated sides underdog sides that that like sports have ever seen and i just i don't know i don't think people have forgotten that quite yet but i mean i, I feel like so. it wasn't no, sorry. sorry no yeah you go ahead davis i feel like it wasn't necessarily his managerial skills that won that league but like because it was more just like kind the of team a puzzle finally, for sure exactly, but like every piece of the puzzle was fully there because it was like you had conte um mares mares like vardy like you had all these people that were just so in form I just even myself, I'm like I he was not somebody I ever Yeah. They've like also played Ten Hag, Conte, yeah. and then the third who escapes me right now who's been floating around with a few different people. They also with United as well. But they also played such simple football when he was there. They played a four four two, played on the counter. Yeah. And it was it worked, it worked perfectly because with the players like Davis said they had all the pieces fit with the system that he had and it wasn't like a genius system. It was like a very understood and like well taught system but he pulled it off and it's it's exceptional but i just think that with his previous experiences with fulham um his end of leicester career and then obviously in the french league i believe Jalen mentioned that it wasn't very hot so i think that just like i just don't think he has what it takes to play at the highest level to manage at the highest level anymore davis you think he lasts the season at least no i say 30th (laughs) 30 I think he gets the season. Maybe he goes at the end, and even then, I think that'd be a little unjust, depending on where Watford end up. But yeah. there, I mean, a lot of season just, left. But yeah, I don't know that Watford have the defensive capabilities to play Ranieri ball. To yeah. be honest, I don't. 
Like, no Robert Huth back there locking shit down. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Harry like, Maguire, Conte, West Morgan. Like, yeah, you like those guys. You know what I mean? Conor was saying, like, have, wait for you guys' Maguire. input. But, like, Watford couldn't tackle a single Liverpool player. Like, they dive in and just, like, they get beat off, like, the mm-hmm. simplest of moves. And it's like, yeah. how do you expect to even, like, play I feel like they a lack a leader. Yeah. Like, yeah. Troy Deeney was the, the captain guy. forever. Like, he was the guy. And then, like, he obviously leaves Watford, and now it's just... Who's stepping up? I didn't even yeah. see. Did Sissoko play? Yes, he's a captain. He, yeah. he, he was the captain. captain. He was. I think he was the best player on the Shout pitch. Shout out for Sissoko. I yeah. mean, he could have stuck a foot in on uh, Salah's through ball to Mane, but whatever. Yeah, that's true. Sissoko had a good shift in his return to. Spurs, he was driving at players. Yeah. He looked pretty good. In the it's midfield. a good. He's a good pickup for them. He's like a way less skilled Decore in a way for me. Like in what his role is, if his distribution was a lot better, but Decore is like he's way more, more skilled than Decore, like skill skilled? move wise. Who Sissoko? Yes. I feel Still like he'll pull, I don't know. Decore, he's he's passing now. I see him doing like these long range upfield passes. That I don't. Maybe he was doing it before when he was at Watford. No, I, but I, I, I think you're right. This Sissoko like driving at players and like he can pull off like some mm-hmm. crazy move. But he's also like he's so physical and big that like his his pace and his he doesn't like know how to control his pace. I feel like yeah, he's not like tidy. He's not like a right. dumbbell. Right. Yeah. Decore is more tidy in tight areas than Sissoko is. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Connor. Sissoko kind of loses his, like, lanky legs, and then, like, the ball yeah. just kind of spills out, and he's like, oh, I can actually body you off the ball to get that back, yeah, and then he gets stride to, like, just beat you to it. Exactly. He's got That's why you got a France national call-up, you know. He could be next to Yama and just go to the MLS. <laughs> I'm such a big supporter of that. He Connor, would get so much money. Yeah, he would. You so pretty much, much hit the nail on the head with Liverpool. Um, extremely good form right now. Man, if it weren't for pesky Chelsea, you'd be the best team, but... Yeah. Pesky Chelsea... Um, Villa two, Wolves three, Wolves winning it on a last minute stunner. That was a wild crazy game. game. Wild game, heartbreaker for Villa. Insane. Still really waiting on Villa to hit their stride. We've talked about this quite a bit now. They haven't quite found it yet. Thought they had it with that big win last week, but we still see consistency is going to be a big issue at these clubs, and that's going to be the difference between who makes Europa League or not. My biggest thing is like I kind of after watching it, it's like they can't defend. The first set piece comes in, they clear it. They lose their marks completely, and it's just like a free ball. The next ball, and if they don't get that second ball, it's a goal mm-hmm. almost every single time because it's like the Connor Cody goal that was like the deflection kind of goal. He was almost completely wide open, yeah, and he's he standing right in front of the goalie. Yeah, like both of the goals were identical. The first two goals for uh, Wolves were identical. Mm-hmm. It was a long diagonal squared across perfectly, and I mean, yeah, that's like really tough play to defend, but like. One, you have to deny that ball. Like, mm-hmm. That is a ball that unlocks defenses. And then, like, you got to find the weak post. Like, the weak post is unmarked, and then the opposite weak post is unmarked yeah. in both instances. So, like, you got to sort that out. You got to sort that out That Neves line. ball was pretty, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even the, tri- the Triore ball yeah, was, was gorgeous, yeah, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. And then, I mean, it was Potence on... Now I'm Potence, really pissed Potence's Potence corners, terrible. His, like, second ball in, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. I was gonna say it's about time Potence gets some love over at Wolves, and he influenced, yeah. kind of jump started in the comeback. And yeah, he did. We know Jalen's all giddy about that. I yeah. love, po- I love Potence. I feel Potence. like he's just like such an energetic little. He had a great like, season last year. He brought up tidy players earlier. He's a tidy player. Yeah, he's tidy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think I mean it was cr- just the way they were able to grab. It was like three goals in twelve minutes. Yeah, something yeah. like that. That was insane. Yeah. So. Overall exciting game at West Midlands Derby. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Our first two game recaps have featured two really poor defensive teams. Again, Villa, just, I did, there, oh, there's not yeah. a defender in the lineup because even Mings is almost, for me, too forward-thinking. He's just with too, too possessive of a center back. Matt Target and Matty Cash are great offensive players, but there's not a lick of defending between the two of them. I mean, we bring up Trent. He get, maybe gets a little bit unfairly judged for his defending, which isn't good still, but, I mean... Yeah. You know, it could be a lot more one-sided in Villa. Right. That's been the reason that they've dropped a lot of points this season. They're really having a hard time getting all three. Speaking so. of target, that was unfortunate, the third goal. Oh, my God. The deflection. Yeah. Oh. Not even through the wall. Like, he was standing five yards to the left of the wall, and it hits him. And just, <laughs> right in the back. Like, come on. Like, that's so unlucky. Yeah, just not your day. Villa. A bottom corner But, hey, finish. John they, McGinn. They did concede yeah. around the box. That John McGinn goal. Oh, yeah, oh the McGinn my. Goal. The McGinn goal was – he was also an acres. Dude, of, he could leave Villa. I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting. Chelsea Rory, the one who does a kickoff, he oh, anytime they play Villa, it, part of his recap, it's so funny. He thinks so highly of John McGinn, and I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like that's a guy who season after season still doesn't get nearly enough credit, and people give him shouts, and he's a good player on a team that he can sort of stand out on. But you're absolutely right; he could make a big move somewhere else. He's fantastic. Yeah. It'd be interesting because, like, I feel like. At to Liverpool, at, at I hate le- to say. At but. least at this point, McGinn's a step down from what Grealish was. Like, Grealish had that flashy star boy, like, you could see it type of thing and be, like, not a Galatico, but, like, that big name move. John McGinn, he, he gets, runs the whole midfield he against does. everybody. He does, but I don't know that he, like, he's known for that bit of class where, like, in an, in a big-time side, he would get those attacking liberties to go forward and run at teams where, like, he's really good he's for Villa. Yeah, he would yeah. be, like, he'd probably be forced into that deeper grafter role yeah. where you don't see those flashes. But that, he's, he a, has, he's a he, fucking talented player. He, he has had skill. A, early in the game, he had a rip on a volley that was, like, mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. And then on the um, Danny Ings goal, he sat on um, Saiz. He, like, sat... Sat on him, used his body. Saiz is way bigger than him, but yeah. he sat on him wide, turned him, and puts in a ball on Ings's like run. Yeah, so like he's an, he was impressive for a, Villa. A move could ruin a player like that, though. When I think about it, he, yeah. you do enter kind of dangerous waters with your your form in general and your confidence and and knowing where you stand and not that dissimilar to how it was with Grealish. Like he, this is a place his, that's his home and he feels really comfortable and, and, a, and a big move to your point might just kind of turn him, him into like an average Joe, you know, yeah, right. which would be bad. Become a role player. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Andrew, you ready? <laughs> Never. Tell us about the game. My friend, Leicester city four. I, I have a lot of notes Manchester on this. I'm United lie. two. Pats and Daka gets a goal. Yeah. Leicester <laughs> signing. I mean, just, where to begin, huh, man? It's really hard. New <laughs> center back. It's really hard. To There's only it, one place to begin, but it begins and ends with McGuire. No, Ole. Ole. I mean, you could say McGuire. McGuire. That's the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> but McGuire, anyways, that's harsh. Jesus. I mean, he had I mean a horrible, yeah. horrible performance. But regardless of that, two goals were technically his fault. I feel like. Yeah, and it. How many it goals wasn't are just, fault? It wasn't just that. It was just the, a possession oh, of the ball. We turned it over countless times, especially in the back. You, that's where we can we can't play out of the back. We try to. That's part of Ole's system, quote unquote. And um, yeah, a lot of our goals were sloppy errors. My, our man marking was atrocious. Two of the goals were first goal was um, Tillman's. He kept Sonucho kept. Well, the first goal was the giveaway in the back. The giveaway in the back. The, the second goal was McGuire keeping Sonucho on side. Yep. So that's a second error. The third goal was. 
Vardy unmarked completely in acres of space. That, that was, was the, that was the one where I was like, okay, guys, come yeah. on. A lot of money in this back line. Like, literally two, center, back, band, two center backs in front of him. Obviously, Pogba, we were kind of talking about it. McTominay and both of them. They both were drawn out. Um, and then also McTominay was picking up the outside man on the on the right side. And, yeah, just poor marking, poor decision-making. The best player on the pitch for me was Greenwood. Obviously, he scored that banger, but off off the ball, he just works hard. Like, he really does. Rashford comes on, gets his goal, comeback goal. But That was good to see. That's yeah. It's a little it's just teeny like, bit of silver lining. It is silver lining. Only for him, though. I mean, not like not team-related. It's really just good because, it's, okay, get him off the mark a little bit. Like right away. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, he's not going to be out of form. And it's like, oh, Sancho, your spot's uh, yeah, days are numbered. I was saying that today. Where I was like, that's. I think he's. I think his spot's gone. I mean, I, it's hard to get a read on Sancho. It's kind of tough, but I think if Rashford. I can, mean, can, TikTok, he's not, I don't think I don't think Rashford's to start next weekend, but I think because he's just, he's just coming back from injury, so. Ole also rushed and rushed back McGuire Connor. I know that was one of your questions. Yeah, that was. I was going to ask you if you think he rushed him back. So hundred percent rushed him back. We didn't like talk about this before to like make sure he got his question through, but like it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't really make a difference. But McGuire overall was rushed back, and I don't. I don't want to see that from Rashford, considering the injuries that he had last season. Sh- shoulder injury too, but I, you're that right. One, he's an yeah. injury riddled yeah, player. That one, I think the doctors are probably hovering a lot more over than McGuire because yeah. McGuire wasn't as severe. But yeah, but yeah, I think McGuire was rushed back, and I think he was a little slow he off looked, the mark. And wasn't he I mean, looked lost? Yeah, he looked, <laughs> he looked completely so lost. lost. He couldn't if I'm wrong, but wasn't Lindelof in decent form? Weren't the yes. players who were stepping up in decent form too? There was really no need yeah, to rush was, him back oh into God. things. He wasn't especially with the next. 10 games. The only problem have. was that the game previous to this was internet before international break where Varane had picked up an injury yep. during. So like right. you would have had to play Bali, which I don't know the status of his, of his fitness his skill or Phil. Well, his skill is, I don't I mean, know the status of him in general. Well, he's a great center. I think he's one of our best center backs. He's a player that get not one of the best, but he's a player that has a lot of injuries. He's like but, your fourth yeah. best center back. And I, think, I mean, I don't know. I, I think he, he's, he's, fifth, he's better than, maybe. he's better than Lindelof. No, I think he's been, no. Yes, he is. If you no a fully, different debate, different day. Man, fully, from the outside, that a is fully crazy. fit. Eric Bailly is better than Lindelof. Yes, after the amount of games I've watched of Bailly play and his his best performances compared to Lindelof's best performances, I'm taking Bailly any day uh, of the week. I think I think you've always shorted. Lindelof, you see the ball we played out of the back. He's more physical, yeah. but Lindelof is like such. If you're talking about we we don't we suck at playing the ball in the back. That's kind of a guy who's maybe your best. Well, Maguire is supposed to be the, back the ball, ball playing, playing center back in the United side, and, and he gave it right close. to Tillman. But I'm not. I'm, but I'm saying when you, I'm not saying that Lindelof is not capable of doing that. I'm just saying in the United system that we have, the team is set up for Maguire to play the ball to the back. He is the player to do that. It does not work out. I don't agree with it, <laughs> but that's just how it's set up. What makes you say that Maguire is the guy? He is he is the if guy. Anything Varane's the guy when he's healthy. Well, now Varane's here, but for the for the majority of Maguire's time at United, it's been him to play out of the back. That's just fact. Uh, I, feel like it's because, I feel like that is sheerly because he has the armband. Exactly, it's a lot. It's also yeah, his leadership it's a lot, asking a lot. But if you look at Lindelof's like previous seasons, he was he had a season. It wasn't you can't say it's like Van Dyke's, but he had a season where he wasn't dribbled by. For an entire season, yeah. no, I still re- I think Lindelof is a consistent center back, but I just think he gets when Veron came <sighs> in, it was he was 
I also think you're he knocking, lost his. You're knocking him pretty hard because like he's been in those. No, second, I, I just Lindelof has been like a staple center back in like those second place, those third place, the like those all those seasons where you finish like behind City or yeah, like you weren't contending for the league, but he kept you on that consistent form and like Andrew's he's just, just he, forgotten what it's like to have his team have a bad center back. <laughs> he literally doesn't know like. And Derek Dyer's own goal, and yeah. then he's just like, oh, you know, it just doesn't play the ball to the moon. Back Regardless ever. of that, I just, I, I, I've, I rate Eric Bailly very highly, but we would have had to choose him or Phil Jones. So I think McGu- <laughs> I think Ole made a decision based See, off the team that we were going up against. I was going to add. This is something I also was going to ask: was was this United's best lineup? And I think I don't even know. Because I mean, it's like so, there's so many players. I'm I'm happy McFred was benched. I do like Pugba in the midfield, but Matic is old, so it's like, do like he's so, he's just so slow, and he makes errors on the ball. He made a couple of them. Um, Pugba in the midfield, he lacks defensive quality, and if you have Matic, who is not capable of doing the job that that he gets with Conte in France, then you're not going to have an effective Pugba because uh, he's asked to defend more. Ronaldo up top makes sense. So, yes, that makes yeah. sense. Sancho, I think Rashford there would be better. Yeah, but Rashford probably not starting. Not right. starting. I think, I think it's our best lineup minus Varane not being there. Yeah, that's fair. I guess, do you think that like... It's hard, to, it's, hard to, it's hard to choose within the midfielders that we have because if you play McTominay, you're going to play Fred. Like, I don't think Ole trusts... McTominay without Fred or one or the other. I think he likes... That's so funny. It's so weird. <laughs> Isn't so it so weird? weird? Yeah, I, I see what I you mean. I feel like they never play without each other. They make like, each other both The only work. time no, they, they play without each other. Yeah, it's, it's like really uh, Lo Celso and, and Dombele. Yeah. They never play together. Uh-huh. You, you can't put it. McTominay next to Pogba because then McTominay looks like a clown. So you can't put... Fred next to Pogba. They just look Fred lost without like, each other. It looks like if they were to you play... You need like, to put them next to each other. Would so McTominay know his role playing Connie, with Pogba? Yeah. He would just be running back and forth from goal to goal. And I feel like yeah. not touching the ball that often. I don't, it's not our best squad, and I don't know... I don't know personally when our best squad is yet. And I don't uh, know... I don't think Ole does either. Yeah, I don't which think... Which is I more think, concerning because he, he's the manager. Yeah, yeah. I think... Yeah, that kind of... I mean, <laughs> that's <you've>, like... That's, <laughs> that's the worst part about it. You've been saying it, and like it's Ole out at this point, obviously... You say that you think he should deserve that full season. I did that. I said that just because, like, the respect factor and the history that he has with the club and where where he's that brought. Is, dude, that's like the craziest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's Sorry just to finish. That well, wasn't me, fair. It's just because where he's brought us from, where we were, the stability that he has brought us in some areas of the, of the team and the players he's brought in, and Edward we're leaving and us like changing a lot of the backroom staff and like there's a lot that's changed with Ole because the standards that he came from is being now brought in so I'm like there should be a respect factor and being like give the guy a full season but it's also hard to watch as a, as a fan hey, listen no one ever said the guy wasn't a good man manager and that is still criminally overlooked even then I would even say he's extremely adept in handling crisis management, given the United offseason, not not player-wise, but just like with the ownership, like you said, with what goes on at the, outside the stadium, what goes on sometimes inside the stadium when they can leap the fences. He, he is a calming individual in a strange way at, at, at times where you really do need calm, which is why I think he's just... He would be so much better suited as a number two. He would be so... Yeah. 
so immensely useful as an assistant, as somebody who can be in the locker room and still do all of the things that he does now, but you just have a cutthroat game plan administered to what a badge that needs one. There's no other way of doing it. I agree with that, but I don't I don't think he will be a number two ever. I think he'll if he if he leaves, he leaves. And I think Gary Neville made a point about it and he said that Ole is definitely in trouble, but this isn't the time to sack him. I think that's part of crisis management because you're going to have a... The whole idea... The sacking a manager thing creates a lot of turmoil. Obviously, we saw Chelsea succeed from it, but they're also used to that. They're adept to it. That's how their, that's how their club works. You know, Manchester United does not work like that. It, if it happens, it's going to be for the worst. It's not going to go well. So that's why I'd rather see him finish out a season than see... The club completely like to potentially That's a fall fall season. in the turmoil. I was gonna say that is a long think time. Think about May, Andrew. Andrew. Think about it. Yeah, being think May. about think about if you lose another center yet. back. Think about. The, I mean, I don't think another manager coming in is gonna make a difference if we lose another center back. I think it needs to be mid season. I think that's when the decision. If this form continues. You guys haven't won a game in like eight matches or something ridiculous. Well, it's not even that. So say say I'll, that's like I'll see tomorrow. Say something <laughs> like crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Because, like, lost in a Champions League, like... Eight matches. Is, dude, there's like, eight, it's okay, been eight, eight weeks since the season eight, started. Eight's a stretch, it's a but... a lot of games, but... Yeah, but that's, but basically, like, Champions League, Andrew, that's, though, like, four. You're not... You're just not looking like... They will beat Villarreal. That was Liverpool their last right one. Oh. Like, that, there's not... You can't hold a candle to the top three, probably. So, that, no, yeah. that's the problem. It's not that, oh, what if they lose their next ten games? And it, I think that's obviously a little bit dramatic, given the bad form right now. But even then, that doesn't solve your issue of not being first or second, and it's a it's a really it's I, the hardest with part the of the team set now. you have. Man. It, I don't think another manager coming in right now is will make us win. Will they will make us win the league? I don't. I know that's United, not likely, and he's not going to probably do it. I don't think it, him coming in is going to is going to make tomorrow, us tomorrow. We're if, not winning the league this season. That's I feel fair. Like you were similar. You said similar things about Ronaldo, like when you were first talking about re-signing him, and you're like, no, 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 it's it's just not going to be the same. It's not the same player. And then you, he came, and everyone freaked out. I feel like Zidane would be the same thing, where people are like, no, just give it time. Yeah. Yeah. But if he, if Zidane showed even remote interest in taking that job, every pretty sure he United has already. Family, yeah. I thought then, he did never want to play, but uh, but. It was. I don't think this could have been all bullshit, but I thought it was Pogba who was like, he's available, and this is somebody That's, we should like pursue yeah. because he. No, I. I, I mean, I don't think Zidane loses the game to Young Boys. Oh. I mean, I tell you what, and he, I, he doesn't. I don't he doesn't think, do a lot of the things that we're like, seeing. Andrew, because you, last one, it just two, looks three, different. Four, it looks better. Five, I'm looking at it level headed right now. I my like as right. a United fan, I am looking at it pretty level headedly in That's terms true. of like. Just understanding I think how you're the, way too casual, to be honest. I'm not being casual. You came in. This we, we you just stated we're eight weeks into the season, right? We're not. We're not losing. We're not dropping. You out top went four. from. We're getting top four. When you went from with Ole this season, we will get top four. You we went, won the league, and eight, I don't think we won the league with someone. If another manager comes in, in right now, eight weeks. I do you not, went. You went from thinking you had a chance of winning the league, and you were on par with the other four clubs in the league, in eight weeks, you've already dis- dismissed title hopes. Yes, Therefore, Ole needs to go. But that, okay, but that... So why are you going to give him a I, whole season? I don't when think you have... have you're just you're not you listening. Have, you have Pog believing at the end of the season. Ronaldo's gone. This team will could potentially fall apart if you slide to fifth, sixth, seventh with bad form by giving... Well, like, I don't think okay, that's, that's going to happen. Listen, that might be going to happen. That's not going to happen. seven games, two wins. gone. Two wins and seven games. Wins. Yeah, it's it's bad form, but okay. So one draw. It's not gonna, we're not going to drop four losses. this way. Get Premier League out of it. Remove Premier League from the situation. You're right. Maybe the the skill level, despite being a good team on paper, it's just not there to win the league. And and you can admit that, and that can be true. But are you okay with not winning, not winning FA Cup, Carabao Cup? 
Champions he bounced League. out of Champions League really no, early. Are you like that? Because that would be way worse to me. You can win FA Cup and call it a great season if you finish fourth or fifth in the Premier League. You, that's, that's still a substantial trophy to win. But even then, like I don't. Would that's nice. just he's not the guy who would win any of those things. Okay, uh, that's fair. But I'm also I don't think we will drop off. So yes, if we continue this bad run of form. Sack him by January. And by the way, and so but I don't think Andrew we are said, going to continue this battle. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be on a stretch of games where we're losing like Arsenal did. We're not going to drop out of the top 10, top eight. And top in your six. defense, you, you, we're you, were, you were saying that you did. You were sporting Ollie being out. I think that's still this, what, kind of where you stand. Yeah, on I don't things. hate the guy. It does, but, I'm looking at it like yeah, that. Right. We'll show but him some respect. And it's we're also making you like, defend a guy who you've said, I don't necessarily think he should be our coach. I know that's not easy either. So it's like putting you... In a position where you're like, listen, I don't, I don't necessarily want to have to defend this guy because again, I, 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 even I don't really think that he's the exact guy for the job. But you're right, you're just maybe being too pragmatic for our, yeah, for our entertainment. Because like, like, I feel like you've <laughs> given him the benefit of the doubt already, and like, I'm, I'm looking at it as more of a stability problem. Stability problem. I think we'll lose more stability if we bring in a manager and it just goes to complete shit. Because our club is not does not function off that in terms of sacking managers midseason. It only it happened with Mourinho. And the only guy we went after was Ole. We could have signed somebody else. We could have brought somebody else in with more quality. With more, yeah, that's yeah. weird too. It was volatile for because we could have Mourinho. We brought Ole in because he would have brought us more stability. When we sacked more, David Moyes, who became our manager, Ryan Giggs, who was a player manager. So yeah. it's like. We don't go for. He's a good guy, though. We're not, so, like, give him the, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> He's done like nothing wrong. We, so. we, if you look at the track record of the past of since Sir Alex has left, the manager sacking has has worked the same way as play it safe and get someone in that can control the stability, the crisis management that we may face by sacking a manager midseason. Because yeah. there's always potential of turmoil because just because of like tactics, new, new implementation, like different coaching stuff. It's a bunch of coaching staff stuff and. Tactical stuff, yeah. Zidane comes in, he brings a way better tactical style than Ole is currently. Pogba stays. Pogba stays. But I think if you if, if think of the plan is, I think if Ole is given the full season and it's it's still like shoddy and it's like we're gonna get top four, but we're not winning anything. I think he'll be told before the end of the season, this is who's coming in. Yeah, and then you be finish the season out. Process. All the players are aware of it. They know, and then Pogba, the likes of Pogba, the likes of Ronaldo are going to be more inclined to say, that's obviously a dream scenario. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. He's probably going to get sacked before that. I'm just saying from a respect and crisis management factor, we should play it safe. But right. it may work. Chelsea pulled off every, I mean, yeah, once every United couple could seasons. I mean, finish second still. I do, I do want to move on, but there's been a lot of good United so, yeah. talk. I do have one more thing to add. So you're saying, Andrew, going back to being like, we aren't going to be in the Arsenal situation. Currently, right now, last three games, you haven't had a win. Just a draw against Everton. And your next two fixtures, next three fixtures, are Liverpool, Tottenham, and City. Yeah. You could be in an Arsenal situation. I guess I think it all depends on Liverpool's game. It does. I think I think if we beat if we draw Liverpool we'll be in we'll be fine. I agree. I think I agree. we'll beat Tottenham and then we'll beat City because we usually have well, we always show up to City. We always show up to Liverpool and City. Spurs is kinda weird. Spurs is it could a be a six-one game. It could be a three-one game. We try it and make just... it as weird as possible for everybody. It's so yeah. annoying. I hate playing Spurs. You just don't. You, know, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Dire own goal. A cane match. You know you're gonna get a Liverpool. Yeah. You're gonna get a fucking close-ass game. Both teams playing it safe. Yeah, probably not too many goals. Not too many goals <laughs> unless she carries on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. City, City is like one where it's it, the pendulum swings of like I don't know, like it's like how the first one. It's like go. four-four, mm-hmm. or it's like yeah. or it's nil-nil or nil-nil. Ninetieth minute winner. Yeah. 
say <laughs> say Zidane does come to United oh, and no. they form this great team. Is the Premier League just too good now for like Newcastle in two years could theoretically have as good a team as the top four right now. It's not really like a oh the league's going to be over if this happens. I don't think there's anything that could happen now in the Premier League that would really drastically put one team above everybody else. Which the way a lot of those teams have got their wealth is maybe what we'll call morally shaky. But like, yeah. it's made for pretty good entertainment. There's just not enough players <laughs> in the world. Wow. Pretty good popcorn TV. <laughs> Let me finish it out here pretty with my take on Zidane, and yes. we'll finish it out. It's kind of going to be a hot take, and people might not agree oh, with God. this. We're, just supposed to, we're supposed to stop you talking go, about no, this. No, no, it's going to be your ears. It's going to be is better than Klopp. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, okay, that, Zidane has very, very little experience outside of a of Spanish Agreed. football. Yes, Champions League record Dude, I'm is... here for this is, La Liga slander. Is, <laughs> Champions, League football, Champions League football is obviously like... Proven, but I'm just saying, like it's a different. The Premier League is a different league, and it's proven shit. And he's never proven himself outside of like what he was at at Real Madrid. Obviously, he's going to get Manchester United quality players are there, but it's just it's not the cushion. It's, not the, it's not the cushion that he's point. used to. He's cushioned at Real Madrid more because they have they had more stability then. So I'm just gonna I'm leaving it at like we don't know how he's going to perform. It's not it's not necessarily if a dream scenario. If it were to happen. But I would welcome it. I'm not saying I wouldn't welcome it. I'm just saying. Yeah, it changes perspective. Manchester City Earlier, welcomes. was like, it would never happen. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. True. yeah. No, I said Zidane was interested in it. He was. I told there's, a, there's a little snarfle going I think it on. definitely yeah, could happen. a little. He's intrigued. But either way, Manchester City Still played two. like shit, though. They did. Yeah. City 2, Burnley 0. We finally move on. Yeah. And I don't even City have midfield. That, a, a lot to say about this. You're right. City oh midfield, my. fantastic. Bernardo Silva looking fantastic. That's a player player that wants to leave. Yeah, I think I think (laughs) this solidifies him as like because you look at the midfield. I think it was it lined up as I wasn't sure if Foden was playing further up, but it was Foden creating, De Bruyne creating, and Silva creating. And if like if that's happening and they have a number nine, I don't know who's touching that team. Also, both those goals were like just horrible clearances from Burnley and like hundred percent. They couldn't pick up the second ball for shit. Yes, uh, like obviously. Granted, the Riyad Mahrez one should have been a, would have been a penalty. Yeah, yeah. But but imagine if they, I'm saying like I'm, you're right. Like that's on top of like imagine if they had like a nine though, like getting on the end of like a lot of those. Yeah, like, they had plenty. They had plenty I mean, of chances. The mm-hmm. goals came out today, but yeah, it was like yeah. I mean, I guess it's a Burnley. I think it's a Burnley City performance. You knew City's gonna grab. City rested players. Their back line was sketchy. John Stones played. Ake, <laughs> Stones. Ake, Stones. Perrin gets a clean sheet, though. Yeah. I don't, barely. You know, the, I don't know. The, it was the, weird. He came off his line at one point, and if outside. it was any other forward, he would have been fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he came off his line, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. But it was Burnley in the dark. The Navy kits was weird. Those were nice. Yeah. I they liked were them, nice, but they were but like... I just, it's like, it didn't look right. It didn't it look like Burnley. Like, That's probably why I lost. You need like <laughs> and blue. They yeah. forgot how to defend. They, they, didn't have their, uh, they didn't have their like other kits on where they usually spank a top six team. There's like, too many Claire and blue colored teams. <laughs> yeah, Claire and blue. Villas, yeah. Claire and blue. West Ham. West Ham. Burnley. That's crazy. Such a unique color combination. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. is. Uh, I mean, anything else for City? I mean, yeah, I feel like I, I wa- like before I didn't watch the game, we were watching the highlights and I was like, we just fucking skip this game, bro. I know yeah. it's gonna happen. No, sorry, City fans, you guys are fucking good, but it's just like I know it's this. Yeah, you all know it was gonna happen. Drop points. Shocker. That's where we're shocked. Yeah, I, I'm like intrigued then, but like yeah. you guys are fucking. You're in a good yeah. spot. You're cushioned. 
pushing it. Zidane went to Man City. You're fucking. That winning. would be a way better fit to me. Than <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're fucking. Because then the he champion. brings in some insane number nine, and you're like, all right, yeah. they're winning everything. They're winning the Champions League. Yeah. 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 Bring Benzema. Over. That one makes sense. Imagine Benzema and Mbappe. Oh even? my gosh. But make a little prem move. Yeah. Imagine Zidane managing Freddie McTominay. Good for you, City Guys, fans. We, we are a fucking team and a half. Yeah, we're eight match weeks in. Norwich have not won a game. Uh, they got a point. They, they got point. They got point. Drawn two games. They got a point. point. This is kind of crazy, though. Brighton. Almost yeah. a horrible. That's a big that's a result horrible for result. Almost top God. of the league, Brighton. Just if, proving that they didn't deserve to be there. If the previous seven <laughs> match weeks were excluded, this is a pretty good result for North City right here. They really need points worse than any other team in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Through my pen and it's right there to the. Bo- I get it later. Yeah. It's not important. Uh, but yeah, this is a team that's really, really quickly. Heading to a non-turnaround point. I brought up earlier, Daniel Farke is still the coach. Everything seems to just stay the stay. same at all times. It's like that's it's like where they are now is the absolute ceiling that they shoot for. They it sold, can't be. Yeah, they sold their star. They sold them to Villa. Right? When, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, and then and they like, don't buy anyone. Can't like, what? Can't nah, well, they got some low knees, but they're like they're not playing there from the championship. Cal, it's yeah. like Billy Gilmore. They got Josh like, Sargent. Can't yeah. Cantwell's not doing. Is he injured? He's injured right now. I haven't seen him play. Or he comes he was, off the he's, been, um, he's been injured for the last three weeks, I think. Gilmore's mm-hmm. not even doing anything. So nope. Chelsea's golden ball. Uh, was supposedly. it Brandon Williams not even playing? I mean, that was like a... what? That that's like fluke. Talking about left Admit back. Admit it, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about playing left back. Like <laughs> He's a righty playing left back. Yeah, he's a righty player. playing left back, dude. But Max, Max Aarons deserves better. Yeah, yeah he, he's going to get a big move. I, Norwich will go down. He'll probably it. leave. It's like they look so bad when they come up. It makes me wonder how they get. They keep getting promoted. They, you know won, the they, like, they won the league by th- like 30 smoke points. smoke people. Yeah. They, They're so like, used to doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, Don't you think, because it took Brentford so many years to get up, and every single year we were like, man, Brentford, I feel like, could be an actual problem in the Premier League. There, There is a lot of individual... Are. And here they are, and here they are. But like Norwich, it's just it doesn't make sense. the definition I mean, yo-yo club. Yeah, and Pookie's like a, <laughs> Pookie's a goal hound. Must be in the championship this year. He doesn't can't show about last, how good he is. Yeah, at least then he comes up and he's like. At least last time they came up, he scored goals. This time he wasn't clinical at all against Brighton. Does, like, he, have, he, does he have two goals even this season? Uh, that might be. I think yeah, he has yeah, one. I think, or he has two. A, I think he has one goal. But I speaking mean, of Pookie, he did have an opportunity, which is very two good. Goals. A couple. Same with Josh Sargent. Josh yep. Sargent had an opportunity. They dominated on like shots and stuff. I was just looking to like see fifteen shots, expected goals one point one eight, but three on target. But both. That's it's just not gonna do it. What? Pookie and yeah, they're two. One they're guy. So one guy that that one guy that stole the show in terms of on the do defensive they win end. The game. I don't know. One guy, Brighton player that stole the show defensively was Dan Byrne. This man had two Fucking amazing, amazing tackles against Pookie, yeah. Pookie Sign and uh, I Sergeant. Him. I want him. He's a big dude. He's a big man. He, he's a big man. He covered a lot of kind of, kind of covered a lot of ground, man. Yeah, yeah. He looks a like lot a lot of ground four. for for seven man was one. moving, yeah. and he got down. He got down in that challenge. He's like yeah. your height. He's, he's well, you know, he's close. He's like your height and like uh, twenty pounds yeah. heavier. I feel like if I stood no, next to him, tall, I would but... still be like eight inches taller than <laughs> yeah, him. No. Like yeah, even like like uh, Kanate, I see him walking, and I'm like, man, that guy's huge. But I think about it, he's got he's got some pounds on me for sure. But I'm still like way. I would yeah. look like Peter Crouch. I really would. Like he, Peter Crouch, I think is an inch on me, but he looked like a freak out there. I mean, you see, you see, <laughs> he footage. looked like a giraffe. Like, <laughs> he really did. A lot of skill, but out like, on the Serengeti, like, dude. I, swear. <laughs> I mean, 
either way. But yeah, disappointing for Brighton. Norwich, yeah, glad you Norwich, got your point, it's got to be mathematical What's going soon? on, Graham I mean, Potter? Let's <laughs> figure it out. It's going to get mathematical real soon for Norwich, but yeah. you're right. Graham Potter, I was talking to my brother about that today because he, he's an Arsenal fan, and he's like, Ugh. literally kill for Graham Potter as a coach. I'm like, me too. No, they have, they have yeah. Arteta. He must not have worn better than like Ole. His lucky card again Yeah, not, not wrong right now. Did you take Arteta no. over Ole? No. Yeah, I was going to say. No, no, I would. In the st- we'll get into that later. But yeah. in this, oh, That's yeah. a ridiculous statement. Arteta would fail horribly at United. It's teams that are really trying to get a get a move on here. Leeds United fall zero to one to Southampton. They're just outside the relegation zone. I was told seventeenth. Leeds about to Sheffield. Oh, they've um, kinda not as bad. They've won one, drawn three, and they have a total of six points in eight games. It's bad, terrible. They don't score goals. Wait, they lost everything that they've lost. Everything. Last season they were like hovering like twelve, thirteen most of the season. It was either you get five goals for them or they're getting they're conceding. And they're not just like concede. Like a lot of the opportunities that Southampton had, we talk about like Leeds conceding. Obviously, they conceded this game off a counter. I think it was like three or four passes that got through. But a lot of the time, Southampton were were they had like twelve. It was like twelve shots in one in like the thirty or fortieth minute, and. Like, leads get open up pretty easily. Like, Southampton had a lot of opportunities, like, just by yeah. opening them up, like, with leads' back to their goal. So, like, if they're getting opened up like that, if they're getting opened up on counters, like, they're going to be fucking worse off when they play, like, obviously United killed them 5-1, but against the bigger six, like, they're going to get destroyed. This could be a shout. Maybe I don't do enough of those on this podcast, but hear it. we talk about Bielsa ball a lot. If that's what we're watching right now, I don't know if I can say I approve of that. I don't know if I can say he might be the right guy for Leeds right now. I know he's a club legend. Maybe he'd leave on his own terms. But the way they're going right now, I mean, it's not looking good. It's not sustainable in any way. And and there aren't a lot of teams that have such an idea of the manager. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's obviously coaches play the way that they play. Simeone's more of a defensive counter guy. Klopp loves to have the ball. Everybody's got their ID, and I get that. But, I mean, we say Bielsa-Ball, Bielsa-Ball, like, Bielsa's 17th right now. They're not winning games. They're not really getting it's points. Not scoring even. goals. Not scoring goals. That's they the don't beauty look good. of Bielsa balls. Like he gets goals at least. They got one guy named Rafinha who's the best player of all time. But everybody yeah. else <laughs> is not cutting it right now. I no. mean, everybody just looks overworked. Everybody looks like there's way too much being asked of them in this system. And it's it's. I mean, they are missing Bamford, but like you have to say, he's not fixing this. Like no, his, yeah, he had a double digit goal tally of last year, but that is not fixing. Leads issues right now. I think a lot of the teams just like have adapted to the system. Like they understand it now. Now they, they honestly just turn. So, they just don't defend. What do we no, think? But, What's what? What? Yeah. Say this continues, and they're just hovering 16, 17, 16, 17, Holy all season. Uh, they might be content. Con, they might be content with going down. I think they're better than the bottom three, though. I do too, yeah. but oh, they're way better than the bottom three. Well, that's just based off last season, but like I think they're obviously still. Better. I do too, but their their game plan right now is a bottom three game plan. It's yeah, like down it there with like Newcastle or with with Norwich. He's not even willing to Norwich's adapt. Norwich's game plan like. is to have eleven guys go on the field in a similar color jersey and pass that. Uh, I feel like Biesla's will. I feel like Biesla, like even like considering like what's going on, like he will not. He's probably like super stubborn and he's not going to change. This, he this, would leave before they'd fire him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so too. Yeah, he take it's his bucket like, and go. Yeah, Leeds, like, like Leeds, you bought defenders. Like, why not try to defend? Like, you have the tools at least yeah. now. Maybe last season you've spent a lot on the front heavy, get a bunch of offensive players to get goals because it's what Biesla needed. But like, 
You bought Junior Firpo. You bought Llorente. Like, you have these... Llorente's getting a full season now. He's injured most of it. And they looked horrible. Yeah. Llorente played, and he was bad. Junior Firpo's probably been, like, one of the most disappointing players. Yeah, super quiet. He wasn't great at Barca, though. Yeah, but he still played at Barca. Like, come on, like... This is Leeds. Yeah. This is Leeds. Remember like, how bad he looked against United, and everyone was like, "Oh, well, you know, it's just it's your first game in the Premier League." And then seven <laughs> more weeks went by, and they were like, "Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> huh. we're not excuses for this you one." This guy? <laughs> no, it's yeah. not much better. How much we spend on him? him? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a loan, right? To buy, I think it is. Yeah, it's a loan, loan to buy. A loan, a loan to buy. It's probably going to be a buy. Barca are like, uh, we're not, we're not taking yeah. this guy back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see though. He could have, he could have a turnaround. Brentford put in a really good performance, and they try, they and, they try and they try, and they try. But Edward so Mendy's hands are just too big, and Chelsea win one nothing. Mendy, um, a player, man. We talked about the Ballon d'Or like stuff last week. Like after that performance, again proving why he's arguably one of the best goalkeepers in the league behind Allison. Yeah. In the world, world, in world. the world, world behind Allison, but in the world for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah he played. There's a lot of guys who are up there, but he has been. Nothing short of Fantastic. incredible. It, what do we always say about Chelsea? Boy, is that Chelsea organized. Boy, is their back line in control of everything. But that doesn't need to take... I mean, teams are going to get chances. And he. we always say about goalies, too. They might need to make one or two big saves a game. In this case, he needed to make more than that. But yeah. one or two big saves is what you're asked of. And if you can make those, your team's generally pretty successful. Allison's the first guy that comes to mind on that. I've seen... Teams register two shots on goal in Liverpool, and they're both incredible shots. He makes two big saves. Sometimes, right. again, that's the only action on your end, but if you make those two saves, your team gets a clean sheet. And if you're Brentford and you get this result, you're like, you're probably getting more confidence, even if you're losing. Just because of how you, this game, they're just how, you, how you perform. They deserve like, to beat. Like, 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 the goal you conceded was a, well, obviously, like a beautiful yeah. goal from Chile. Chile on the side. But it was, nothing, it was nothing where, like, they were broken down, and, like, yeah. it was, like, a pathetic defensive performance. Like, they played really, really well, and it's like they're going to go into the next game against the top six and be like, obviously they beat Arsenal this. already, but like mm-hmm. they're going to. There's no team they should be. Drew Liverpool. They drew Liverpool. There's no team they should be. You guys are giving me all this shit about like they should have drew Chelsea. They could have. They could have beat Chelsea. Yeah. I think on a bicycle kick. Yes. There's nothing to fuck around. Like I don't think other than the Chilwell goal, I don't think Chelsea like looked that great going off offensively against Brentford. No, that's a good point. You can't remember anything else. You're like. Huh, Lukaku had like one shot, maybe. That was like yeah. decent. Goalie dealt with it. Other than that, like what else did they have? Yeah, if anything, it was concerning for Chelsea because like as Tristan was mentioning, that's that normally like organized stout defense. Like Mendy never touches the ball. So, Brent, Brentford yeah. had them moving around like crazy. They mm-hmm. had they like the Chelsea's back line's heads were spinning. Yes, it wasn't their normal back line. Um who's the young 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 center back that played? Trevo Chalaba, no, yeah. no, a different one. So, uh, for right Chelsea, now. yeah, they right signed now. him. Sar, yeah, Sar, Malong Sar, he played. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't Chelsea's, but like, Brentford yeah, it was. It was whoa. time issues for yeah, Christensen, Chalaba, and Malong Sar. I have a question. Chilwell and Aspilicueta. Mm. This might be too early to tell. I was talking to Connor about this. You got we kind of got into a little debate, but it, it's kind of relevant on you my two? end. No, oh, no way. Do you think Lukaku has been an un, um, underwhelming? No. Yes. No. If this is him at Inter right now, he has what yeah. eight games? I think he has nine goals. That's guaranteed. Italy's yeah. not nearly as good, and 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 Chelsea have already played a lot of good teams. 
How many goals? I don't know. Does he I have? still think. I still think he, he should be. Everyone came into this thing if he's going to be the best striker in well, the league. Yeah. Well, who's the league yeah. leader in goals? It's Mikhail Antonio still. Oh, it's Salah. I think Salah. Yeah. And then what I think he so. has? How many does he I'm have? Sure. I think he's been uh, underwhelming. Seven, I think. But I'm not saying it's going to turn out to be an Jamie Vardy season. seven, Salah seven, Antonio Jesus five. Christ, Jamie Vardy has seven goals. Uh, he's like fucking eighty years old. He has, yeah. three, he has three goals in the Premier League. Three goals in how many games? Eight. Seven. I don't know. Seven, seven games. Sorry. Against, I can look at those. I'll retract my surprised eyebrows and face, but I do think that it's a little premature to say. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm not saying he's going to have an. He underwhelming hasn't been overwhelming. Se- I'm not saying he's going to have an underwhelming season. I'm just saying so far it's been underwhelming. Yes, and I think just with the expectations that he was brought in with, and obviously, like I think Lukaku deserves to prove Chelsea wrong. I think it's cool if he got he slapped in the face. He's like, "This is what I was about. This is what I can do for you. What I should have done for you for a number of seasons when you guys would loan me off and all that shit." And I think it'd be cool for him to do that, not for United's sake or any other team's sake that's not a Chelsea fan, but I think that like if he doesn't do it, then it's it could easily happen where he just doesn't perform. Uh, I think the biggest thing is right now, so I'm looking at who I he's I wouldn't put against. any bets on that, but I definitely don't think it's a, I mean, a crazy shout. And I, and I can see X having expected more of him, but what were we saying? So, yeah, so who's he scored against? He scored against Arsenal, didn't score against Liverpool, played the full 90. Uh Two against Austin Villa, but okay, but okay, but wait, but we we watched that Liverpool game. He didn't have a horrible shift against Liverpool. He had a tough task in front of him. He had a lot of touches. I, I know that's not a goal, but no, but no, he he did his job well in terms of holding the ball up, like especially against Van Dyke and Matip. That's where I think where I'm like, you know, no, he yeah. hasn't scored a lot, but I've seen a lot of games where I like what I see in terms of his his what he what he gets up to up near the box and, and his actual role in the team. But, but did you expect weren't. him to just come in here and hold the ball? Or did you expect that, him to come that, here and yeah, score 25 yeah. goals a season? That's the He's problem. He's going to get 25 goals I think goals he could still season. score 25 no, goals. No, he won't. Uh, he I mean, he didn't, he didn't score against Spurs. 3-0 win. Didn't score against Man City. Loss. Didn't score against Southampton. Didn't score against Brentford. These are all games where you th- you would think, okay. Salah's getting 25 goals. 25 Salah plus is goals. getting 25 plus. That's, At this rate, Salah's getting that's, like 50. That's the beauty of Chelsea's system, though. Chelsea that's is, kind of what I'm, Chelsea what is top of the league. Lukaku is doing his job. Yeah. Yeah, but it's he's like still said about Mendy, I'm not man. saying, like, why does he need to be better? How can you say he's underwhelming if they're top of the league? What's he supposed to score every week? Yes. In terms of what he was brought in to do to score goals, yes, underwhelming. Yes, because they that were missing. A, that is a crazy so, standard to set. That no, he it's needs not. To score he's every week. So you're saying he's in that standard right now? Yeah, he's, in the, he's the best player in the world. Why, why does about? Lukaku need to score every single week? Because he's, he's going to finish the season with twenty goals. No, he's not. You said twenty-five. Now you're bringing it down because you know we're right. Well, he's if, you're talking, if you're talking Premier he's, League, it'll be twenty. If you're talking, he was brought in to score goals. If you're talking on the season, Warner was brought in to score goals. Underwhelming. Around the whole, we looked. I'm not. I, hope he didn't just I, I was going to say. Lukaku. Did you just make that mistake, bro? I mean, no. I'm saying Warner why was Warner Lukaku? brought in to score goals? Why is Lukaku brought in? I'm not saying he's going to have an underwhelming season. I'm just saying, as of right now, would you say he's underwhelming? No. Yes. No. I, I would. I would say no. But I don't even think as a group it needs to re- cause, because it's still early, it's way too early. Even yeah. That's what I'm saying. As still my, a lot of season. I would easily point, have a. I'm just saying. My right point now. to Andrew was. Ronaldo. If, if Lukaku has been underwhelming, then so has Ronaldo. But the Ronaldo was Ronaldo has how? I don't know if I follow that. Just because Lukaku Ronaldo has, scored a lot of goals. Lukaku has one less goal than Ronaldo. In Premier League? In all comps. Yeah. What? Lukaku's scoring in the Champions League. Well, in Ronaldo Champions, scores in, in, like two goals a game. In, Champions, in, Champions, in all comps, Lukaku has in, one fewer goal than Ronaldo. I, I, don't, know what five the, to four. I don't know what the Carabao Cup is right now, but it's... Ronaldo scored in the Champions League. Lukaku also scored in the Champions League. He might even have a brace in the Champions League. I'm not, I don't think Lukaku 
is brought in with the same expectation. As no, that might not or be Ronaldo. true. Ronaldo was brought in with the same but, expectation. So Ronaldo as scores Lukaku one is. more goal and is some phenom having a phenomenal. I'm not saying I'm not, I don't think Ronaldo has had a great. He's played shit the past three games. I'm not saying he's had a great start. So I mean, he's he been had a, no, he had a good start. I'm just saying, if like you admit, a, if you admit to Ronaldo being underwhelming, <laughs> then I'll agree that Lukaku's been underwhelming. Oh, we'll be here all night. I mean, if you're looking, expectations are completely different. That's my argument. You're, the expectation of Lukaku is higher than, say, than Ronaldo, bro. To say that the expectation, com- he's younger. To he say they're absurd, completely different is absurd. They're not. They're, Age is not a factor with Ronaldo. I wouldn't. Count I'm, I'm not saying. I'm saying the expectation. Forever Everybody thought Ronaldo coming in was not going to be able to do. So if Ronaldo had scored one goal, you'd be like, "Oh, that's the expectation." No, I'm. You know, <laughs> you, you gotta let me finish. When Ronaldo was signed, even Tristan said it. Does he have the ability to do what he did? And a lot of people put him off. Can he do it? Can he do it? He comes in the first game and scores goals. He comes in with a low expectation from the outside looking in in terms of, like, can he score the goals in the Premier League at his age? Expectations were low yeah. for Ronaldo. Lukaku comes in off winning t- Serie A, being the top he scorer. He had the highest expectations. Highest expectations. I'm saying where is expect- games, 24 goals, 11 assists. Was he top scorer or no? Uh, yes. He beat where, Ronaldo. Where he, team won, where he was coming. Ronaldo, also a top scorer in Serie A. Uh, yes, but the expectation... By what? One or two But the expectation goals. is still lower because of his age and, it, and because of... It's, it's, still, it's still lower because of his age. It is. Yes, but... You know, let me finish my point. What, I was what getting, else is there to say? Let I'm let saying there's nothing else to say. Mom, sit, you didn't let me finish. Chelsea, back has, back Earth. Chelsea has played. Lukaku is one goal behind Ronaldo. Chelsea has played. City. They have played Liverpool. They have played Tottenham. They've played Arsenal. This is what but I'm just they played the most difficult teams in the league. Look, I'm also, he's only scored finish, against one. Say your whole point and then Connor say your whole point and then we'll move on. La, last goal. point, this is it. Yeah, then we'll my only point this. my point of it is because I saw Lukaku do the same thing when he came to United where he scored he off the off the off, no, off off the bat come, came in sorry, scored a bunch of goals. Was dominant, was strong, and then it just tailored off as soon as his confidence went. That could easily happen with Chelsea and I I mean, it could so if Chelsea win the league, Lukaku's done his job. That's not true. <laughs> like that's just not that's not true. Because his that's just that's a stupid statement. Yeah, Ben Gibson did his job when United won the league in like, a game that was truly impossible bullshit. to call. Bullshit statement. Everton zero, West Ham one. I was so mad about this game. I was. Did so anybody mad. get this game right? No, uh, no way. I picked no it way. because oh, it's impossible to get Everton right. losing to West. What? Like in like the, you look at the season they've had so far. Nothing. Nothing in my 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 right mind goes. Yeah, Everton are going to lose this game. Their midfield ten times better than West Ham's midfield this year. Their attackers, I could kind of see where you'd like. Okay, Antonio, great attacker. Versus who? Calvert Lewin has been playing a little bit up there. Who Ron, else is playing? Rondon started. Rondon. 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 And Rafa's man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like everywhere. you go into this game, <laughs> and they can't even score one goal. Like what? Like we said, these teams that are falling into these like five, six, seven, eight spots, consistency is just going to be the number one thing. If you're gonna, even That's if we're going to lose, bad. do it consistently. Yeah, yeah. Norwich, very consistent team. They don't have a problem with consistency, but these Almost teams are too good at it. Have, yeah, they're way too good at it. They these teams are really it's 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 where these this is where one team is going to finish above the other in games like this, which is why this game was so good. But I mean, yeah, really disappointing from Everton side. I absolutely I wanted Everton to win just because I feel like I like Ra- I I'm a big Rafa guy, and I just feel like Demar Gray, Townsend, Townsend, those players have been like so good and. 
Um, yeah, I was rather surprised by the fact that they lost to begin with. I was also surprised it was only one nil. To be yeah, honest. I think I, I think I put a high scoring. I think I put like three two. They're pretty evenly matched, but I feel like both teams score a lot of goals. Neither goalkeepers are that incredible, so. Pickford's yeah. got a got a fuck up in him <laughs> from time Pickford to time. And still might be an England legend. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's such wow. a crash goalkeeper. Did you see the the Everton goalkeeper kit? I thought it was whole, like, yeah. horrific. It's like oh, green yeah. and blue like and weird stripes. And stripes. And stripes. It's, it's and like it's like, like navy blue though. It was, it's like weird. it was. Gross. If you're gonna do like that, nothing just matches. Do like one of the like seventies Umbro kits. That's like the yeah. most offensive yeah. kit that anyone like. It's the worst. Like, but it looks so cool. Yeah, but. Yeah, that I mean, is hideous. That is that is disgusting. Oh, that, mean, that's that, that's that that's was awful. way off. But yeah, it's yellow, <laughs> blue, black, and then I think there's some navy oh, blue in there. It looks yeah. like this. Remember the the old city kits that were like, oh yeah, that were insane. When it had the the eagle on them or the oh. bird on the badge. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they might still. No, now it's just the boat. Well, either yeah. way, Tottenham one three two. So I guess we can jump into that. Good performance, man. I you take away was. you take away this dire own goal. Like, imagine how much better. I he just, just doesn't try to header that. I pretend it didn't happen. And yeah. then the performance looks so much better. So, I mean, good stuff all around. Was this Ndombele's best game? Yes. That's I feel like the finish <laughs> slipping as well. Like, you have to account yeah. that. But, like, Technique I feel like he good. hasn't been kind of a, like a showman, really. Like, usually you're like, okay, this is a guy that wants the ball at his foot. Like, he wants to be skillful. He wants to be able to, like, send a defender the wrong way and play a through ball. Hasn't really been showing that this year. He's more been playing as, like, a conservative type, like, trying yeah. to earn his spot in Nuno's team. Yeah. And today, he, or Sunday, he was kind of like, I'm going to ball today. Like, yeah. I'm going to play how I play. And, like, wow, like, hats off to him. You, you make a really good point because you're right. That was totally his role last season. And it doesn't seem like... Anybody, I think with the exception of Mora, who's just really our, our by far our most forward thinking player, and thank God for that. But there's no one who's really like, let me let me dance with this. Let me yeah. it's it's mostly a okay, let's get up the field pretty quickly. Not necessarily a, a, a criticism or a bad thing, but mm. that's one of the changes that I've noticed when Nuno's come along that and I don't know specifically what it was. Maybe, maybe he and feels like he there's a, a, a shorter leash on him. He doesn't have as much room to be as creative, and that could be why, but and he was a general, like you said. I mean, he was he was fantastically creative. The goal was great. Top to bottom, really good. I mean, yeah. really, really good. That Kane um, goal was gorgeous. Kane off the mark. Yeah. I, was, think that was, I was scared it was going to get called offside. And then I re-saw it, and I was like, oh, my God. I was somebody who, who, like, was when I saw him finish, I was like, oh, I like I basically just turned around. I was like, oh, it's it's not. It's going to get called off. But right. like, I sure enough. Yeah. yeah. And then um, one player that I feel like he gets a lot of hate, uh, Regulon, had a great game. I feel like why does he get hate so much now? Because he'll a lot is asked of him. He's such an attacking minded fullback, and his defense. He's kind of like Trent in the fact that. He, but the thing is, is he doesn't create as much as Trent. Yeah. So he's like a yeah, subpar yeah. version. And of we Trent. don't defend as well as Liverpool, so he looks like a jackass. Exactly. A lot more and so he's just like instead of having Van Dyke next to him, he has Eric Dyer. Yeah. Which is asking a lot, but like, you, I didn't see him give away too many balls. Like usually, you see him giving away like in the especially mm-hmm. in the attacking third. You see mm-hmm. him give away ridiculous amount of balls and then I feel like I only saw him give away like two it was pretty tidy you could say the same about Emerson I was Mm -hmm. actually pretty happy with Emerson too right back he he also somebody who had a really rough goal of it at first and oh my you know like he's somebody who was pretty noticeably upset at how he was treated by Barcelona so like I really hope he obviously for Spurs sake has a good start but I hope for his sake he has a great start and he can maybe enjoy a little bit more again and and yeah you're right exactly make a name for himself here love to play again with, with a good cohesive unit but 
thought he was really good. I kind of thought that's where we killed him. You know, our we we really our wingbacks were just a lot to handle that day. So yeah, biggest, drew the red too. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, mm-hmm. the biggest thing about I love Emerson. I liked him at um, real. It was real Betis. Yeah, mm-hmm. real Betis. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. loved him there. Um, great FIFA card. Um, <laughs> but the big cards. thing is like. <laughs> Tanganga was fine for us. I was really yeah. confused when we signed him because I was like, one, what is Tanganga in his head about now? He's like, oh, was I like not I as good as I can't be a center back or a wing back, and I'm trying my hardest right, to do like, both. He's and I've like, done with the, they've asked me to. Yeah, but. I think he was by far best right back over Doherty, over anybody else. His game against City there. was crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Back pocket. Like the yeah. throw or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's just like. I wonder if he just fell out of favor with Nuno, and Nuno was like, "I got a little bit of money to spend. Like, what's going yeah. on with this?" Like, academy guy. I th- wing backs are also like, if you see one on the market you can afford that shows talent, it's really good to go for him because yeah. yeah. that's a hot commodity now. You can't have enough of those. So, I think you're right, and especially because he's an academy guy, it's like especially heartbreaking. Like, my I, thing is like, I think he might try to tr- transition back to center back and then kick out Eric Dyer. And then Romero is your ball playing guess, center back, and yeah. you have Tanganga to just studs up tackle anyone. Yeah, and it's like, whoa. yeah, I still would love the Rodon Romero center back combination. Same. That's still Same. like of my dreams. But I heard that name, guys. In a while. Newcastle get their first first game under the new ownership. <laughs> Great way to start for Tottenham. Amanda Stavely's there. Her husband, one of the other chairmen. They were celebrating the goal so hard. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Callum yeah. hated that. But Connor and I were talking today about it. We were looking at the players currently at Newcastle and players that could build around. One's obviously Colin Wilson. Connor can't talk enough about him. Obviously, great player. Um, I think players like him, St. Maxi, um, Jamal LaSalle's, maybe he's had a shaky center back. He's had a shaky time there. Gets some hate at times. I think Sean Longstaff's a great player they want to keep. He's like a workhorse. He's like a better McTominay. Newcastle favorite, he's too. A, he's, he's kind of the heart and soul. He's literally a better bit. McTominay. Yeah. Like, he literally is. Um... Who was another player that you mentioned? Those were the... Almiron's a player, too. Almiron. Yeah, he yeah. might get sold. I could see him get sold. But, but like, that, that's, that's one guy at every level of the pitch, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Plus, that's true. Plus St. Maxi. And right. those are players where you want to, like... You look at, like, who can they build his team with they, with what they have. But would you build around, like... Are Callum those Wilson, guys if you, you gave him service, around? he's going to score you Callum goals. Callum Wilson, I'll, I'll concede yeah. that Saint one for Maxie. sure. Even, and even St. Maxi. But, like, is if, if with... The players they're going to be expected to go after now, is that even something that they're like? Is I know you have to have a baseline to begin with. I totally get that, but with the money they have, there's no player that they won't bid for that other players are. So it's like, is there any player in Newcastle's team right now that's good enough to build a team around, or is this like? I just look at it as like the Sean Longstaff thing is more of like that's the only one that's like an outlier for me. Yeah, it's because of like. He's an academy player, so he knows the club inside and out. And it's like you want that guy, and you want him in your club, no matter if you're bringing in a like right. a, a Mbappe type. Like you, you want a player that knows like the culture, knows like can bring these players on. Like this is what we're about. This is how yeah. this is how this club's run. And like right, so when you have all those like deep like diehard Newcastle fans, and then like they bring on all these like expensive like flaunty players, they're like. When they need the to, Jordies fa- don't when, like that. When dude. they need to fall back on like a hard nose and like Newcastle, yeah. James Miller is a great example. Newcastle battle. Example. It's like oh, we Henderson. we got we got, we got Longstaff in there, and he's gonna he's gonna graft like he's gonna he's gonna wear the 
pride of the badge. Like he's gonna. He's do not that just here for the money. It. He's yeah. a, he's a local lad that just likes like that. That's like if if Sean Longs or not Sean Longs. <laughs> he's not here for the money because we're not paying him if, as much if, as anybody if else. Jack Grealish, <laughs> if Jack Grealish went to like some club in some rich club in Spain and like you'd want the local Spanish like young like young and up and coming. I see what you're saying. Like. Yeah. He'll grab you like he's like this is what this club's about. And like, I think this is what I yeah. want. Like with, I, with all those players mentioned too, it's not that like okay maybe five years from now like that's yeah, not going to be those guys. Squad, yeah. Those guys, are, but those guys are staples in the transitional phase of this Newcastle revamp. Yeah, like, excuse me. Those are guys that need <laughs> to stay. Callum Wilson guaranteed goals. Level-headed sense about him. Lascelles captain of the club. Um, That's going to change. Longs. Amanda Stavely called him. There's a, a, a interview. We, Amanda Stavely called him, and he was telling. He's like, "Yeah, I was just like hanging out with my kids and my he wife." And he's like, "That's cool." And I got a phone call from it's Amanda, and he's like, "Who's Amanda?" And he's like, "Amanda Stavely," and she's like, "Yeah, we're about to buy the club, and we're, the announcement's going to be in 30 minutes. Uh, just giving you a heads up." And he was like, "This is like," he's like, "I feel like I was a part of it." So it's pretty cool. That's, That's awesome. Very cool. One of the before we move on to the next game, Hoiberg. Can we talk about his creating? I feel like we look at him as so much as a DM, but his ability to just be able to like see a long ball, see the little passing lane, be able to pick it out, incredible. He has done everything he's been asked to do, and so much more, mm-hmm. and and such an immense amount. More. Every goal is a bonus. Every wonderful pass, as you just pointed out, is a bonus. I mean. We, I mean, this guy, I could not be more impressed with mm-hmm. since coming to Spurs. He's, it's taken him such a little amount of time to prove to be like easily our most valuable midfielder. Easily, yes, easily, yeah. for literally just being who he is and just grafting. Yeah, like being like, yeah, I'm gonna put my foot through and then dribble past you and give it off to Harry Kane for an assist. Like. What's like I mean, we didn't expect him to be able to I mean he doesn't get a goal too often but he still no, bags him. He still has a finish like I don't think he's scored a crappy goal yet. No, the range of passing too is what's mm-hmm. been so impressive. His ability to do different weighted passes, if he needs to ping one up the sideline, if he has to flow one to Kane who's maybe do potentially doing something that day, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe not though, probably not. Probably not. But if he is on the off chance he's up there to get a ball from him and and you know, chip the goalie, you know. Stand <laughs> sides. Yeah, yeah. My, my bad. Uh. I forget that he's like the best striker. Um no, but you're you're exactly right. I mean, we <laughs> Man, there's times we really don't deserve that guy. He's no. he's a true emperor and paladin. Really thought he was going to ask to get out if Kane left, and I he was seems like, to love it. He, he does. He really does. Yeah. He's going to. I think him and Romero are just going to build this connection, and it's just going to be something great. And I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna be, I'm so happy to see it. Him and Lucas like Spurs more than any other currents. Maybe Sonny too. And I'm like, man, those are the three most important. Those are the three most important players we have right now. Yes. Like, ever that's the most the most consistent. I think Hugo has been really good too. Maybe we yeah. don't shout him enough, but yeah, I feel like he's just uh, kind of like Jordan Pickford. He always got he always has a mistake in him somewhere, and it's like not like he's. It's not going to be every week. It's not going to be you know week in week out. But it's when you really it, don't want to exactly. It's like oh, you could have gotten that. Say- oh, you made a mistake. You're kidding. Oh, we're down one nothing. Uh, and now we have to play a different ball game that Nuno yeah. isn't used to, and yeah. this, and it's just like it's a revolving door of like, is it is it the year? Like, what's what's going on? I uh, I, I think also some of that could be in look being Spurs fan, it puts you through the ringer every single season. But I I really do think if there's one thing that's been consistently good about the club, it's Hugo Lloris. Like, yes. 
you're right. He does have a mistake in him one or two every every several games. But like that's kind of what we've been working with, and, and not in a bad way for the last like many seasons now. So to be able to go in and know that our back line's not going to be that great, probably, but he's really solid and very consistent. And that's like really when it comes to Spurs, all that. I, at least I try to ask for is, is good consistency. Yeah. And he knows how to win. He knows how he's to win. the only player, I think, trying to think, other than Regulon, he's the only player that's won a sizable trophy in yeah. our starting 11. Oh, yeah. It's I your think captain. He has two, doesn't he? Have, he has, he's the World Cup and Nations, yeah, and Leagues, the Nations League. And he should have had a. When he was at, was it the Spanish club he was at before? He also what? has a. Uh, was it something there. Yeah, real Betis. Um, so, like, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better guy to be the winner of your team, the one that's like, no. okay, guys, we got to go out here and get a win. Yeah. And it's like... Level head, which we don't have a lot of when it really comes time that that, that yeah. becomes Tanganga, important. Yeah, you know, choke-holding people. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works, man. Huh, I mean, you got him a bench spot. <laughs> True. True. Uh, but either way, big win, three points, just outside top four. Yep. Just Happy crazy. way to end my weekend. Big, big, big uh, game against West Ham on Sunday. That's a tough one to call. Spurs West Ham are right next to each other. Still, yeah. I always back the Spurs. Yeah, saw yeah. it. Saw it when we did the first live watch. I was the only person that called it. Well, he's back United. <laughs> Got my uh, scarf here. Oh, Check it out. This Check is, it out. I know. And I said this was such a strange week. Can I burn such that? A tumultuous yeah. time with United, but that's the He'll time to wear your scarf though. <laughs> so. He'll the burn final game. Yeah, yeah, through and through. Everybody over at Lindelof. All right, moving on. The final game of the weekend. Alexander Lacazette scoring Shit's the final man. goal of the weekend in the final minute of the weekend to tie the game 2-2 against Crystal Palace, spoiling Patrick Vieira's... Well, was, was it a return? No, this game was in... Uh, it was a return. It yeah. was. It was in at the it Emirates? Yes, the toilet bowl? Well, the Emirates, I mean, he played at Highbury, but like a return to like... Yeah. Just like... Really good reception. Arsenal. Yeah. Really good reception yeah. from him. That's like a weird situation. Yeah. Just in the fact that like... He wants to go back and beat his old club. I mean, I feel like that's a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of the former did. players want to go back. Even the clubs they love, like the clubs they love the they, most, they're they, like, "Oh, of course, I want to just, I want to just be able to like, you. yeah, ruin their day." Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, a club le- uh, legend, right to villain, real quick. <laughs> uh, Chris Abel has out, uh, outplayed Arsenal in every aspect. Yeah, man, so we're here talking about Arteta. Yeah, I mean, the th- biggest thing I say that is the reason why is Ben was talking to me earlier, uh, athletic trainer at. Sully University. Shout, Shout out, out, Ben. Shout out, Ben. Thanks for taking care of our athletes and our guy over here. Yeah, uh, thanks for not talking to me about my concussion ever. What? Um, <laughs> he was saying that Arteta, the biggest thing that he's instilled into that team is just keep fighting. Failure. Well, other than that, they've gotten <laughs> they've gotten past that a little bit. Yeah, but that bit. can only go so far when you're losing or drawing games. That was uncalled for but and inappropriate. They, keep going. I mean, they, they didn't look good the entire game, but they did what they needed to do. They ended up with a point. Not ideal. But they grafted until the final minute, literally, and got that point. But I don't think that speaks volumes to what Arteta's trying to do with this with this squad. I think he has a I don't think if you handed him a better squad obviously if you handed him a better squad he's gonna do better, but I feel like he's not But I see what you're saying. I don't just like could he coach he's only, Liverpool he's, to a title? He's proven not he's proven nothing in my opinion. He's no. been the most over he's Oh, he's overstayed his welcome. He has an FA Cup, so I will say he has definitely not proven nothing. Mm-hmm. Not more than all, FA way. Cup is very yes. substantial. But I see what you're saying. I don't know. It, it's quick to forget when you're when you're 13th and when you're 12th, and when it just looks as bad as it does right now. I just don't think he's the manager. But for that, I think that's the whole reason he's still there is is because of that whole yeah. FA Cup that he might still be riding high off of that, which 
Man, you know who didn't forget about that is every single Arsenal fan because yeah, I still get flames about it. Of course, I mean it was like a horrible day for Spurs. Yeah, thanks a lot, Chelsea. You win every single game except the one that we really need you to win. We have to. Sh- I mean, I think Palace. They I mean, look great. Do you, yeah. do you think like Vieira is like we just talked about Vieira like potentially getting sacked? We did. But, like when they play this style of football, like, do you think they're they've looked good? Uh, I think he could stay. I think I think he's impressed more than I. I think, he's, I think he's proven me wrong. I'm glad you brought all, that up. What we all said. We kind of all shit on him and we're like, <laughs> well, there's not a lot of time this guy's going to get. In the first few games. But. I mean, they did kind of smack Spurs around a little bit. We're fans. We overreact. 3 nothing. I think, did wonders for, for that whole club and the whole, the culture behind everything. But, I mean, I don't know. They've got a bit of an ID. Big shouts to Connor Gallagher. He's the heart that makes that team go. It's not even Zaha anymore. That's He's the quality that gets them to the finish line, but... Wait till they have Eze back, bro. Eze, don't oh know, but... Gosh. Yeah, this is going to be... Do need to sort out a back line, but... Yeah, yeah but that's something that I think with Vieira's stature and his... With his, like... With his CV, like, just know who he is, I think he can get in someone that's... Just because, like, I get the chance... Like, if I, if he sees... If a, if a center... A decent quality center back sees... Okay, like, Vieira finishes here this season, like, I potentially could go there. Like, he can improve that back line. Then you have a... You still have Zaha, you, you have Eze, you have hands. Connor Gallagher, you have um, Eduard. Uh, yeah. Otson Eduard. Yeah, Otson Eduard. Like, you have, he scored, he got the equalizer, well, no, the, the winning goal, not almost winning goal, and they fucking conceded. But um, if you, uh, he has a team right now. He has a pretty decent, solid attacking team. So, gets that center back position filled out. Outside back and area. It's a big, and it's a big one to fill. It's not an easy one to fill, but like they know. The, 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 the skeleton is there. Yeah. Yes. Don't, don't you and it's, I know. It's coming. The skeleton is coming. What's yeah. his name? It's just like, can Sorry. it happen? Who's their left back? The young left back. Uh, he's a defender that played really well for him. I've noticed him big time because he was troublesome for Salah against um, Palace, but... And Eze's cool. been out a while. Now that you mention yeah, it, right? Was it Achilles. Was it Achilles? Achilles? Yeah. yeah, that's a long. That's a long hauler injury. Tyreek Mitchell. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's good. He's good. Yeah. He is good. very good. <laughs> but that that uh, I had to say when he when he went down when they when they conceded, I was I was dying laughing when <laughs> when uh, Vieira was just like, oh, yeah. Man. And then we got all that hate on Twitter. Well, one one bit of hate. It's yeah, mad. Geez. It's super he, funny that we got the hate because I saw that picture probably on every single yeah. soccer account. Yeah, yeah. Eze has been out since May 18th. His expected return is late October. Okay, yeah. dude. Brighter horizons ahead for for yeah. Palace. I mean, a point against Arsenal is like not bad. Yeah, yeah. No. Like they gotta do is stay up, and it looks like they're gonna. So. Yeah, mm. they're way better spot than Leeds are right now. I had Pal- I think I had Palace going down. I might have, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they they know how to draw games right now, one, five, and two. I mean, like. th- obviously, that's not at the very best. That does is assure you don't get relegated, which I is mean, still like as they can set a higher bar. But you're exactly right. Like as long as you're getting points, I mean, look at Norwich; yeah. they have two points. Or I'll keep saying two points in eight matches. Yeah, that, yeah, pals. And I mean, I they mean, get, they get three. To Newcastle has three draws, like. But doesn't it seem like they've Newcastle's done so much better than Nor- like Norwich is just such a it's such a Newcastle's I think it's because Norwich they don't score anymore. Like Newcastle, Newcastle yeah. scores, they score a good amount of goals. Like mm-hmm. they let up a lot of goals. Obviously. Arsenal like sits 10, 12. 19. Yeah, you want to give us a rundown of this quick rundown of the standings? Yeah, we have Chelsea at number one, Liverpool two, City three, Brighton fourth, Tottenham fifth, United sixth, West Ham seventh, 
Everton 8th, Brentford 9th, Wolves 10th, Leicester 11th, Arsenal 12th, Astonville 13th, uh, 14th Crystal Palace, 15th Southampton, 16th Watford, 17th Leeds, 18th Burnley, 19th Newcastle, and our very favorite, Norwich 20th. Norwich sit bottom. And that was match week 8. Yes, it was. The action is not done, though. Right. We have more action to I, discuss. I have a quick, quick shout Little air last week on yeah. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, Nations yes. League talk. Uh, a friend of the podcast, Julio Baruso, um, played for Man Ida. Yep, um, a rival, but we'll outside look past back. That. No, he's a good That's guy, good dude. Yeah. Uh, he he called me today and he's like, I listen to the podcast. He's like, he's like, thought I might like send you this your way. So it UEFA Nations League does play into World Cup qualifying, and it's super fucking confusing. It's a shit show. It's a shit ah. show. I'm going to explain how ESPN website has it, and you're probably going to be like, what? And I'm just going to be like, yep, that's that. The soccer experts, ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. All right. ESPN FC. Soccer whizzes. This is what he said. He said, the final three places with will be allocated via playoffs. This will involve the 10 runner-ups plus the two best-ranked group winners from the 2020-2021 UEFA Nations League who do not finish in the top two in their qualifying group. The order of preference for the two teams to enter the playoffs, if required via the Nations League, of teams who are still able to use this route is France, Spain, Wales, Austria, Czech Republic. There will be three routes, each with four teams featuring a semifinal and a final for a place at the World Cup. Am I a fucking astrophysicist? (laughs) I don't even know what this is. The playoffs are to be held in March 2022. The draw will be seceded based upon qualifying round points. The two UEFA Nations League teams will be unseated. And, um, Easy. Ten groups for UEFA qualifying. Yeah, he basically sent me... Like, it's and, and then he sent me, like... If you interpreted any of that, I'd send your application. He literally said literally the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing, but here you go. And I was like... And then he said, he goes, it's going to get... He made a good point. It's going to get worse with, like, the 16 teams being added in 2026. So it does play a factor. It's really hard to interpret, but, like... Basically, it's like... I don't even think a picture would help. Yeah, my, brain is, yeah, my brain's just spilled milk. It, it's, it's so like a, it's like the picture of the avenue, or it's just like a bunch of highways intercepting but, each other. Yeah. And but like, to, to the point is that it does play a factor into seeding yourself, into qualifying yourself into the into the World Cup. How, is, how exactly we don't know, but it does. Yeah, you can get there. Just, yeah. Well, so it's yeah, it's fucking shout hard. out Julio Baruso. Julio Baruso, yeah. you are, shout out to the guy that helped me at uh, we got soccer that one time. Fantastic. Great guy. Yes. Great guy. Yeah. Keep listening. We appreciate you. Yes. yes Wanted to make the correction. He shouted it, yeah. it out. And I love it. Yeah. Appreciate it. And we don't want to look like soccer dummies. Yeah. Uh, no, that goes all our fucking credibility. <laughs> Great. We should just be a baseball podcast now. <laughs> Go Red Sox. Uh, okay. Champions League. What do we think? Well, so we'll, 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 we'll finish, wrap we'll, up pod we'll finish and then we'll up. get in the Champions League. Oh, so we're, we're going to stay right. on live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. stay on live. We'll wrap up the pod just because... Guys, drone you out. I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. I certainly did. Yeah, this was a good yeah. one. Um, miss you, Jalen. Miss, miss you, Jalen. Yeah, he's holding down Fenway tonight. Yeah. <laughs> not the worst seat in the house, by the way. Oh, Jesus, yeah. seriously, the hookup right there for real. But uh, as always, follow the Howlers podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, check our link tree out. All of our um, areas of distribution of our podcast are on there. And as always, we appreciate you, and we'll see you very soon. Cheers. Cheers.